Hello and welcome to the podcast, Every Moment is Sacred, where we interweave meditation and healing into everyday life. I am your host, Rain Elizabeth Stickney. Now, let us begin. I feel delighted to have you here today. Tanil Martinez is here in conversation with me to share a meditation journey. Tanil is a seasoned educator and instructional coach and a facilitator specializing in clarity and intentional action to achieve your dreams. She lives in Florida and she has a weekly podcast called The Book Advantage. It is so fun to listen to. On The Book Advantage, she shares the power and impact of books, especially as they relate to life purpose, mindset, and personal growth. You can listen to The Book Advantage on all podcasting platforms, and you can connect with Tanil on Instagram at The Book Advantage. In a moment, you will hear our conversation about meditation and personal meditation practice. You will get a chance to follow along and meditate with us. There are no bells for this meditation this time. Sometimes when I share meditations as a conversation or just a meditation singly, there are bells beginning and ending that section. But today the meditation is completely interwoven into our conversation seamlessly. And I think you will really enjoy finding your way deeper into the present moment, just as you are, wherever you are, whenever you are listening. I welcome you to support this podcast, the one you're listening to right now, Every Moment is Sacred. I have a special opportunity on Patreon specific for this show where you get merch. <laughs> you get merchandise. <laughs> so you can select that tier on patreon.com slash rain Elizabeth. You will get a sticker. You will get a mini print. You will get a t-shirt. You will get a poster all designed by me just for fun and just an appreciation, just to let you know I care. I'm so happy you're here listening and being a part of the community. And over time, those items roll out to you and it's all in gratitude for your loving support. And I'm so happy to share this show and today's episode. And with a deep breath, I present to you, Tanil Martinez. Hey, Tanil. Hi, Irene. I am so happy to be here with you. And I'm so glad that 
the timing worked out the last time we tried to meet my mic was broken and you were so patient with me. Thank you. I am extremely patient, right? <laughs> it comes with the nature. Aww. It just goes with being me. But thank you. Thank you for having me. And I knew eventually we would talk and this would happen. So I wasn't, I wasn't stressed. Everything has its timing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And you and I were just talking about that, how everything comes in good time. It does. I wonder if your patience helps you as a teacher. You're an educator, right? Yes, it does. It does. And you see that, that breath I just did. I do that a lot. Uh And it's like, just to regulate myself because I, yes, I am a middle school teacher. So I teach all of our wonderful eighth graders in uh, at my school. Well, not all of them, the, a big chunk. There's, well, I'm not going to get into the details of that. You saw me, I was like, oh, now let's go for <laughs> the exact breakdown. No, there's no need to the breakdown. I teach 13-year-olds who mm-hmm. um, are often exploring who they are and what their purpose is every five minutes. Oh boy. Yes. That's a are, lot of exploring. Hmm? I have some kids that are very quiet and they explore introvertedly. And then I have others that must talk the whole thing out. So <laughs> it's always a fun moment in class mm-hmm. and it centers around the love of language and stories. So as you know, I'm the host of the Book Advantage podcast, where we talk about the impact of books. So I'm always talking about some type of book, book, some type of story, and what can we learn from it? Yeah. Yeah. I love your show, The Book Advantage. And one of the things that I love about it is that I grew up being an avid reader and I would read everything. And I was that child with always a nose in the book. And Then in more recent years, becoming a mom, I don't read as much as I would like to. And I've expressed this to you before, so you know, but just so everybody knows, whenever I get inspired to read, like by your show, I get really excited. And then I have a nose in a book again, and I'm just delighted by the words on the page and where the stories take me, Um, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, anything, I just get inspired and lit up again. And so your show is something that does that for me. I'm so glad. I am so happy to hear that. Even if it's like getting your nose in the book for five minutes a day. And that's what I tell people. A lot of people are like, I'm not a reader. And I was like, well, you can listen. There's nothing better than listening to someone tell you a good story. And what can you gather from that story? So I love that you return back to the book. You've turned me onto Harold and the Purple Crayon. I did rent it from the from the <laughs> library. And it's such a great little story that you can, like I had discussions with my kids about around it. And it's an elementary school based book, but we had so many conversations and how could we apply that to just our day to day? Now living, do we create our surroundings or do we let the surroundings create us? Mm. So that Session. was a conversation through that. Yeah. Such an insightful question. Where is the creation coming from? Are we being influenced by the external environment or are we allowing something internal influence what's around us Mm -hmm. or both? 
yes or both. So mm-hmm. that led to the conversation of like social media and the influence through social media um, relationships at the school site, like their friends, their peers, their teammates, because a lot, a lot of them are athletes. So they talk about, you know, the impressions, how things can be impressionable and how you can either go along with the flow or do you stand out, make a stand, take a stand and voice your own truth. So mm-hmm. the conversation was good. Mm, so nourishing for them, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Yes. And speaking of books, do you have any favorite mindfulness or meditation or spiritual books? Oh my goodness. Um, So my absolute favorite book is The Alchemist. Me too. I love that book. Yes. So that one, for me, that one just touches upon everything. It touches upon your story of, um, you know, going out and seeking your purpose, your life, your treasure, and it always being there and the universe conspiring to make sure that you reach whatever desire or dream that you're after. So that is one of my absolute favorites. Um, I'm trying to think of, I know The Power of Intention by Wayne Dyer. That's Mm -hmm. another one. I read that one. I'm even afraid to say it's like over like close to 20 years ago that I read that book and it spoke to me so deeply, so deeply in terms of like, what do we intend every single day? And I'm still practicing. Please don't take that. I I am perfect at this because definitely not. But setting the intention for what I want for the day, for the course, there are some days that I'm better at it than others and others I have to go to my journal. I have to go to my prayers. I have to go just try to muster the strength to just push through as is life. Mm -hmm. Yes. I imagine such strength coming from journaling and support coming from prayer so that muscling through or getting through the day might become a little easier when those supports are used. Yes. Do you ever use meditation? We've talked about meditation. So I know a little bit of your meditation journey, but in this phrasing of the question, do you ever use meditation in your day to day? And why I giggle because Rain and I have had this conversation and I let her into this secret that no one would know unless I were to share it. So I do try to meditate. And I, what I do is I listen to like guided meditations through YouTube now that your podcast is around, I listen to your podcast. When you do your meditations, I, I listen and I try to follow along without screaming at myself because that's what we talked about, that I have this very bad habit of like, I'm meditating and then it's like, I start thinking my mind wanders, which happens. I know it happens, but I'm yelling at myself, focus, go back. You're not thinking about And I'm like yelling at myself during the meditation to focus that this is you're you're not thinking about what you're supposed to think about. You're supposed to clear your mind. You're supposed to center your mind. You're supposed to focus on your breathing. And I'm all over the place. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, I forgot to grade that. Oh, I forgot to send an email. So my brain is constantly running on all the things that I need to do. So I do try to meditate. Have I perfected it? Not even close. 
And do I have a great time doing it sometimes? Because then I started laughing at myself. Like you were yelling at yourself while trying to meditate. The oxymoron and all of this, the irony. <laughs> it's like, yes. So definitely it's uh, never a dull moment over here, even in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are not alone. And I know that you know this, but just so everybody yes. listening also knows those moments that any of us yell at ourselves or are harsh internally. We are not alone. This is a human characteristic that we all carry in different ways at different times. Yes. So the idea with meditation is that we, this is the idea, meaning the ideal, we find the meditation that breaks through that harshness and provides more softness and more light and love and, and clarity of being, which from my perspective, is naturally loving and gracious. And I find that when I do it often, like the attempts of meditating, even if it is for a few minutes, I do get better. But Mm -hmm. if I drop off and let's say I don't meditate for two months and then I go back, oh, just trying to get back into it. It's just like working out, just trying to get back into it. It requires... Mm -hmm. Sometimes some grace, some patience with myself. So definitely I know the benefits of it. And that's why I always keep going back, trying, mm-hmm. trying. That's one thing. Not a quitter. Not, <laughs> Not at <quitting>. all. You you <laughs> have the most beautiful determination. <laughs> I don't know where it comes from, but I know oh my gosh. It's like there, there are times that I wish I that <laughs> I could have just throw in the towel. No. I'll I'll say I'll quit for one moment. Mm -hmm. Then I go rest and I take the load off and I don't think about it. And I breathe just like I did right there. Mm -hmm. And I take just a moment and then I'm like, okay, well, maybe I could try this way. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I never, I never end up quitting. Mm -hmm. If you see that I quit something or that I stopped doing something, it's because I, I came to terms with it. And that, that chapter has, has closed. Yeah. And it's okay to let things go when we feel complete and we're done and it's either finished or just no longer of interest. Like, Mm -hmm. that ship has sailed. I'm done with that. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) So I heard you mention the benefits of meditation. What kinds of benefits have you experienced or do you imagine for yourself? For me, when I'm consistent with it, I find that I'm a lot calmer. My mood is not as altered. Like lately I've been finding because of all the things, just stressors of life that I'm a little prickly, Mm. say the least. Like I'm a little, and I noticed it. And I was like, and I don't like, I'm like, ew, like stop your your behavior. Ew, (laughs) cut it out. (laughs) And it's like, I find that when I don't meditate or I don't journal or I don't pray, like that person surfaces, mm-hmm. like everything I'm bothered by everything. Mm-hmm. It's like the wind pick up. Oh, why is it so windy? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, yeah. you, there's something up that you're, you're like misaligned somewhere. We have to go back. We have to go back to the drawing board. And it's really one of those three. 
Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. the meditation, the journaling, and the prayer. Like where, what did I not do? What's lacking? And then once I return to, to one or all three, I can see, okay, this is what's bothering me. It's not the way. Mm-hmm. It's not because, you know, it's Tuesday morning and I have to go to work. It's not that. It's something else is bothering me and I'm not addressing it and I'm trying to push it away and it just surfaces. It surfaces again. So mm-hmm. I love those three practices, the journaling, the prayer and the meditation. And I see how they each could stand on their own or be coupled or work together as a triad. And I also noticed that those three practices, at least for me, they can help me to meet myself exactly where I am. Yes. Yes. It's a connecting with you. It's taking a moment for yourself and it doesn't require any money. It doesn't require a ton of time because this is a practice that you can do maybe 15 minutes in 15 minutes or less mm-hmm. or less. So it's just a matter of scheduling that time for yourself to connect with yourself, to connect to a higher source and get yourself grounded before the day starts or at the end of it, of the day. Cause I know some mm. folks are not morning people. And I get that, mm-hmm. but there's other things that you can do. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I even like to do a body scan or just three breaths or a minute of silence in between things, because sometimes if I'm moving from call to call or parenting to work, or even just householding into my car (laughs) or being in the supermarket and then getting back into my car. And I just Mm -hmm. need that breath to feel myself. Yes. And then move on again. Mm -hmm. Yes. I do that often when I, when I leave work, when I leave school and it's being around a lot of energy, it's, I am there's a lot, there's a lot of things that happen throughout the day. There's conversations, lessons, phone calls. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a lot. So when I get into my car, I do, I sit there for a moment. People are often like, why are you not speeding out of this parking lot? And no, I just take a moment to let the sun shine on me after being in the building all day long, all day Mm -hmm. long, excuse Mm -hmm. me. And I just sit there and I breathe. In silence. It's the first time I'm silent. I don't have, I, radio's off. The air is blowing and I'm just taking a moment to sit there mm-hmm. and just decompress from the day, from being face at face with everyone, forgiving everyone, you know, the outer to kneel. So wise. It's so wise to take that moment for yourself, completely sane, much better than speeding out of the parking lot. Yes. Yes. Because then you have to combat the traffic of the parents and the students. And and it's like still. So I just wait. I I just watch it around me. Mm -hmm. Just watch it around me. I'm in no rush unless I'm in a rush, but I'm in no (laughs) rush to to then now be aware of surroundings while you're driving, focusing, especially around the school and and students walking. And, you know, it's still you're still on. So I just take a moment to sit Mm -hmm. and decompress and just not even think about the day and think about what I have to do, but just look at the surroundings, look at the, feel the sun, Mm -hmm. look at the birds, Mm 
-hmm. Look at the possible iguana because I'm in Florida and they're all over the place. <laughs> wow. I, that's something that doesn't yeah. occur to me in my mind. So when you say that, I feel so surprised. Iguanas? You yeah. get to see iguanas yes. every day? <laughs> yes. There are, we have a canal that borders the, the school and there's iguanas everywhere. So one day what comes to mind was I was decompressing one of the days and this iguana runs from the gate into the parking lot. And I was like, first I was ew. Cause <laughs> I'm not a big lizard fan. However, you know, they're there. As long as it doesn't touch me, we're fine. Or run next to me, we're good. But I, I'm noticing like the straw. Oh, the iguana came out of the camp the canal and it's in the parking lot. That's a strange place to be. Okay. And then I see the birds and then we have squirrels. And I was like, okay, we have not in this section, but we have burrowing owls in our field. So it's like, those are different things that, you know, you take into account that you see them around and you're like, hmm, taking a bit of nature just within my car. I love it. And the burrowing owls, I have read about those particularly because my son is really interested in animals, but those are the owls that live underground. Is that right? Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Amazing. I haven't, yeah. I haven't seen one myself and I didn't know exactly where in the world they are, but they're in mm -hmm. Florida. Yes. We have them in Florida. Uh -huh. When I go for hikes in this area that's nearby, they have it fenced off, not fenced off. They have little markers mm -hmm. for it. So you could see that the owls are there. So don't walk in that area. But yes, they're, they're all over our state. I've seen them here. I don't, I don't think I've seen them anywhere else. Do you know what sound they make? I haven't heard them make a sound. Huh. Now that I think of it. Something to look into. Yeah, I'm sure they make sounds because they're owls. But <laughs> I'm thinking like my multiple encounters with them. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever heard them make a sound. Now, now I have to look into that. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they do. <laughs> I see their head pop up. Like you see their head pop up and they look around and then they go back in. And I was like, oh, that's so It's like, I wish I could do that sometimes. <laughs> and we do kind of in our meditative experiences, right? Like we go yes. in or some people like to gaze out while they're meditating, but there's a, there's a shift in perception for yes. a time. And then we go back into like the more active part of our day or evening or morning. Yes. So as we burrow in like a little owl. <laughs> we do. We do. <laughs> mm -hmm. You can even say that what I do in my car right after, right after work is a little bit like that. I'm getting under, I'm looking around. Okay. <laughs> now I'm going to come back out and do what I need to do. Yeah. So mm -hmm. similar. Uh -huh. So if we were to create a little meditative burrow or a special meditative space around us, what would you like to find in meditation today? For me, it's to calm the mind, even though, like I say, I'm always yelling at myself when I'm meditating, but definitely to calm the mind. And as you see, I'm a big breather. Like I'm constantly just breathing and trying to regulate myself, calm myself. So definitely that. And for me, the sounds, I do play a lot of sounds sometimes when I'm meditating, like the sounds of the ocean. Mm -hmm. um, it's mostly the ocean mm -hmm. or like calming sounds. The binaural beats too. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I listen to that and 
just to focus so I can focus on my breathing and just mm -hmm. definitely you, calm and center myself. Do you have a favorite breath or a favorite kind of breathing? Um, I don't know. I don't <laughs> think so. I think I just go along with whatever the meditation is telling me to do. <laughs> but personally, like that, I always take a deep breath. And it's like to, okay, it's a pause. Like, a, I don't even mm -hmm. know if there's a uh, terminology for it. Mm -hmm. But it's like, mm -hmm. I take a deep breath just for that pause. Mm -hmm. Before I speak, before I make a decision, before I share a story that mm -hmm. might be a little heavy. Like, and I take that deep breath just to like to regulate myself. Mm -hmm. So smart. So we're going to work with that. We're going to use our hands as sensors. Okay. So I started my client work long ago in the nineties, the like mid to late nineties doing biofeedback. And we had computer sensors to read our physiology, but we also learned how to use our hands as sensors. So we're just going to put our hands on our bellies and I invite everyone listening to do so just hands on belly. And that way we can feel if the breath is getting all the way down there. And it's also kind of warming and it can be comforting and if at any point you want to drop your hands, that's fine. But just to start by feeling the breath going all the way down to the belly. And if you want to close your eyes or keep them open and find a gazing point where you can rest your vision, we're just going to begin by breathing into the belly. And in this day and age, a lot of people already know that the in-breath or breathing in can expand the belly like a balloon. But if you don't know this, that's okay. It's just for all the listeners and everyone who comes along who finds these words, it's a gentle reminder to allow that breath going in to fill the belly and to exhale and let the belly get smaller. So your belly becomes a balloon. And as we're breathing into our bellies, there might be thoughts that come and go. There might be a stern mind. There might be some laughter or even space. One thing the focus on breath can do is to remind us that everything comes and goes. The breath comes and goes. The thoughts in the mind come and go. And even if there is a repetition of thought, that particular thought is coming and going at its own frequency. And when we notice the natural rhythm of things, sometimes we can find our center. Sometimes noticing the breath going in and out helps us to find that our consciousness or our attention is remaining the same. 
there is a witness witnessing the breath, even as the breath changes. That constancy of presence is even more important to pay attention to than the breath. So if you find a moment where presence becomes more present, it's okay to attend to that. It's really good and nourishing to focus on one's presence. Breathing will always happen as long as we're alive. Thoughts will always come and go and sometimes open up to more space. And the attitude of mind will shift and change. So what is in one moment harsh can become soft. And what might be a quick mind can slow down. As we slow down together, notice your sense of calmness. How calm are you right now? There is no right or wrong answer. It's just a noticing. If I can witness my breath, I can also notice other things about me non-judgmentally, with simple awareness. What is my attitude of mind in this moment? How is my breath? What am I witnessing? We can witness anything at all. It doesn't have to be part of the instruction. The witness is always witnessing. What is being witnessed right now? 
sounds can be witnessed. I hear birds over a nearby forest. What do you hear? As witnessing is happening, as breathing is taking place, as your experience is just as it is, notice whatever you would like to notice. with your experience just as it is. Take three purposeful breaths into your belly. Notice your sense of center. Notice your experience of mind. Notice a sense of calmness. Invite it in. Invite calmness. And notice your own presence. As your eyes open, notice whatever you see, just gently taking in the colors and forms, shapes, and sizes around you. And 
And Neil, I welcome you to share with me how you are and all the listeners. I welcome you to just notice how you are. You can write in a journal or just notice quietly to yourself. How are you right now? So so thankful and grateful. As you were going through the meditation, I was thinking to myself, not yelling this time, not screaming, focus, <laughs> but definitely just in gratitude because now I have this and I have my own personal meditation with rain, you guiding me through my own meditation. And I'm, I was just like, so thankful, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for sharing this experience with you, Tanil. It's such a pleasure and an honor to be in meditation with you and witness not only myself, but also witness you and your practice. You're, I've always said it, you're a natural at this. This has been your, your calling since you were little. Since, and I learned that about you on my podcast. And I was like, it fits, this fits her. It fits just everything that she brings to the world, your own calmness, your own, your gift. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. And Tanil, I invite you to imagine your whole life, including this moment, this conversation today, and just notice if any healing moment lights up for you. If there's something that happened today or something that just occurs to you about your own journey through the world that feels healing right now, what comes up? For me, it's, it's peace. It's even though there's so many things happening around me. And I, I, when you were saying, what are you listening to? And you heard the birds here. I heard cars speeding by helicopters. And, and it's like, I live in a very populated area. And for me, it was like I was in the center of it all. So that calmness, that peace, that I don't have to run at that speed at this very moment. I can take however much time just for me. In spite of whatever's happening around me, this is just for me. That is peaceful, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I get to take this time and space for me. I'm so glad that you can honor that peace in your life. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Thank you for guiding me through it. I don't think I would have had the moment today because I had so many things going on that I would have taken it to that degree that you guided me on. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for being here and choosing to spend your time this way. And you'll always have this meditation to listen to if you so choose. I'm so excited too. I was like, oh my gosh, this is just for me. And I'm sharing it with whomever listens to it. And I'm gladly sharing it. And I was like, but this one's a moment just for me. That's right. This is just for you. So share with everyone how they can find you. If they would like to listen to the book advantage, if they'd like to follow you on Instagram or however you enjoy connecting with people. I'm often on Instagram, so you can definitely connect with me at the book advantage on Instagram. Uh, you can listen to my podcasts 
anywhere that podcasts are shared or listened to, whichever platform of your choice and desire. I am on all of them and hopefully we'll be on YouTube at some point. <laughs> exactly. It's like uh, I'm, another thing I'm working on, but eventually we'll be on YouTube as well. But for now, I'm on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else I listen to podcasts. So it's called The Book Advantage. And if you want to hear stories, my stories and the stories of my guests, just like Rain, who was on one of my episodes where she shared all of the books that have lit her up, that have created an impact or transformation in her life. You're welcome to listen to that episode and the many others that I share. Yeah. Every episode is rich with the light and helpful information and interesting guests and enthusiasm. I just, I feel filled with joy every time I listen to your show, Tanil. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I receive that. Just like how your your podcast has a calming effect on me. I love to hear your guests and hear their stories as well. And then with the meditations that are infused in this, this helps. Well, thank you for being here and being a helpful light in the world. I really, really, really love you. Oh, you too, Ray. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. It has been a great joy to have your presence here in this podcast. I welcome you to celebrate the joy and wisdom in your life exactly as it is. And I welcome you to feel loved, fully loved, exactly as you are. www.reinelizabeth.org Thank you.